How we doing out there, kitties? Sorry about yesterday. Things got kind of hectic at work, and, uh, well, I didn't get much sleep yesterday. Needless to say, if I was to record a podcast yesterday, you probably would have heard the first dead background noise instead of raw background noise. I was rode hard and put up wet yesterday. As a friend of mine put it, I was more tired than a nickel whore on gangbang night. It was pretty rough. I'm not as young as I used to be. I used to be able to just get up and do whatever. It didn't really make much of a difference. Hell, I would go days without sleep whenever I was younger. Shit, I remember there was one time, dude, I swear to God, I was up for four fucking days with only one hour of sleep in that time frame. It was a real fucked up situation. I was in my hometown that I hadn't been in in a long time. My mom got sick. I had to rush her to the hospital. I'm fucking 17 years old, and now I have her car because she's going to be in the hospital for the weekend. I love you, Mom, but I'm not going home to my dick of a stepdad because he's a piece of shit, and I can't stand to be around the pudgy bastard. So I'm going to go back to my fucking hometown with your car. And I have your drugged up permission to do so. Yes, I was a dick of a child. That being said, I go back to my hometown. I have my mom's car. I'm up for four fucking days drinking a shit ton of fucking coffee, doing absolutely no drugs, which was fucking amazing. And then I began to hallucinate on the way back home. I'm seeing more things sober than I have ever seen on any fucking drug in my entire fucking life. Jesus Christ. I was driving in the dark and it was a fucking, you know, one of those two lane highways in the fucking backwoods of fucking Texas and everything. Everything was just all level. I was seeing shadows of men running across the road. I I saw a fucking snowman in the sky that turned into something else that later became the fucking shell sign. It was crazy. It was crazy. Excuse me. Either way. And then there was one point as I was driving. Now, mind you, I was going to go ahead and I was going to drive my mom's car back to the house. And I had a buddy of mine following me because I'm like, fuck that pudgy bastard. My buddy offered for me to move in. I'm not fucking with these people. I'm getting the fuck out. Right. (laughs) So he's following me. And I'm hallucinating as I'm driving, trying to maintain, you know, composure and everything and get to where I need to be. Now, mind you, this is back before GPSs and smartphones. So we ended up going in the wrong fucking direction to start. Didn't realize it was wrong direction until we get to a sign. This is welcome to Louisiana. Bro, we in Louisiana. We got to turn the fuck around. So we go back. We find the right way. And as I'm driving on Highway 19 out in the middle of the fucking boondocks on a level ground in the middle of the fucking night, I see this eyeball on the side of the road. And as I'm driving, I think it's another fucking hallucination. Next thing you know, this eyeball takes out my driver's side mirror. Pow. 
I freak the fuck out. I'm panicking. I have no idea what the fuck is going on. I'm shaking so fucking crazy. I pull off to the side of the road and I look at my friend and he stopped about fucking 50 yards back and I'm yelling at him, come up here, come up here. And he's not fucking responding. So I get in my car, I pop it in reverse and I'm trying to back up, but because I'm still fucking shaking, the car's swaying left and right as I'm trying to keep it fucking straight. And I get back there and I hop out of the car and I'm like, I just hit a, you hit it too. So apparently there was a cow that was solid black, except for one small white spot on her back hip that was facing the opposite direction of my vehicle. Needless to say, I think I would call it a midnight black because it blended in so well with the midnight horizon. I did not even recognize a body on this thing. So as my driver's side mirror popped this heifer in her fucking snout, that freaked her out. She spun around, running in circles on the fucking highway. And my friend's Oldsmobile decides to sweep her off of her feet. She left a big ass print on the hood of his car, and then she went into the ditch on the side of the road. Now, unfortunately for my friend, his fiance was curled up in the bench seats of the Oldsmobile, and as he swept this cow off of her feet, his fiance went to the floorboard. Needless to say, it was an interesting night. Now, we called his car the Moomobile after that. It was a running gag for a little while. <clears throat> I don't know what the fuck he's up to nowadays. Haven't heard from my friend in years. I hope he's all right. Him and his old lady split up. But he had her name tattooed on his body. Fortunately for him, it's also the same name of his daughter. So he said that was the only reason why he did it. I still say it's a bad decision. Never tattoo a person's name on your body unless they're dead. So what's anybody want to talk about today? Nobody's sending in any emails yet to let me know what they want to hear about. I'll be glad to hear from you. Have you gone to the website yet? LowerDownDirtyShane.com It is my domain. It is the website. LowerDownDirtyShane.com You will be greeted with a pop-up letting you know that this site is not for children because this site is not for children. It is a not safe for work site. It does have profanity. I do not have nudity on my website. That's not going to happen. But I do have profanity. There's a lot of cookies, a lot of Easter eggs in there. Little bitty things you may not know about. Check it out. Read everything. It's interesting. But I wasn't sure what I wanted to talk about today. You see, I saw a video of Russell Brand the other day. And I thought about 
making the podcast about him because, you know, Russell Brand, I, I really, I didn't really like him that much as far as his acting career. I wasn't a huge fan of his movies. Uh, get him to the Greek. I can honestly say I've never seen. He's okay. I, I dig on some of his comedy. I've seen him in interviews. I know who he is. Or I can't really say I know who he is. I know of him. Because I don't know the man. But after watching his videos on YouTube, I would like to. I would like to honestly have a proper conversation with him. He would be somebody I would enjoy talking to. You see, Russell Brand has done something that so many people have completely forgotten how to do. Agree to disagree. You see, so many people in the world nowadays, they have their views, they have their beliefs, and they have to express it, and they have to promote it, and they have to push it, because you have to do it. You must wear your mask. You must take the vaccine. You must not say these words. You have to dress this way. You have to go this place. You can't touch that. You can touch that. We're losing our freedom slowly but surely, little by little, every day. And Russell Brand, I, I think he was probably born in the wrong generation. He, I, I feel like Russell Brand and me have a kinship. We were both, we, we both should have been born in the hippie generation. See, what happened to the hippies? I miss the hippies. Good drugs, better love. Make peace, make love, not war, you know, the peace sign and everything. It's crazy. Now, I would say it's like the conservatives and the uh, liberals have switched places and everything, but that still falls in line with the two-party system. I, I honestly, I cannot stand the two-party system. I, I believe the two-party system is specifically designed to keep us bickering with each other. So as long as we're fighting, we can never pay attention to what the fuck is going on. <clears throat> Why is it for years and years as I grew up and I, I was watching politics and dealing with politics and everything because they're always on fucking TV. How can you fucking avoid them? When I was a kid, the president would ruin my fucking afternoon by having a fucking speech and taking away my goddamn cartoons. So I was forced to learn about politics in a sense. No, I never really paid a whole lot of attention to it, but it's something I started to pay more attention to about whenever I got older. I'm still not a fan of it. I mean, hell, I didn't really even get into politics that much until I started watching Glenn Beck or something. I was trying to find shit on the AM radio and I came across Rush Limbaugh and I came across Glenn Beck and I came across Sean Hannity and Mark Levin. And for anybody that knows anything about the politics, we already know that's a whole shit ton of just conservative 
but I couldn't do it much anymore. I mean, I was listening to it whenever Obama was running for office. I was watching the movie of Dinesh D'Souza, what he put out and everything anti-Obama and stuff. And I didn't really pay attention to the left or the right. I was focusing solely on one side because they were giving me everything that I thought I needed to believe. I had to get away from it though. Because it just got to a point where they weren't even talking about the points anymore. They weren't even talking about the actions anymore. All they were talking about is, I hate Obama. And that's all they said. Right? Even Sean Hannity would come out and he said, this is the anti-Obama train, right? Anything to get him out. Anything to get him impeached. Instead of screaming about trying to get him out... And trying to find everything wrong with them. Look at the accomplishments. And look what they're doing. If they're not accomplishing anything. Right. Instead of trying to get these people out of office. For their fucking technicalities and stuff. How about we just talk about the performance or their lack of. Right. Because all you heard from the mainstream media whenever Trump was in office was Russia, 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 impeach, 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 right? But when Obama was in office, the mainstream media, even one of them said, I had shivers run up my leg. The president made shivers run up your leg. That's a little bit much for me. I've had a president make shit run down my leg because some of the stupid shit that just came out of his mouth, I had to shit myself. It's, it's getting to a point nowadays to where all we want to do is find the differences, find the arguments, find the fights. We can't find the happy middle ground. We can't find ways to work with each other. It's always my way or the highway. <clears throat> Whatever happened to freedom of choice? See, that's one thing I like about Russell Brand. See, Russell Brand is speaking out. He will tell you whether he agrees with something or not. doesn't matter whether it's part of the narrative or the mainstream media or the propaganda or whatever the fuck you want to call it. The fact of the matter is he is speaking his truth and his thoughts and opinions. And he believes that you should be able to do the same. Too many times we, we, we focus on what we believe people that are better than us tell us. What makes them better than you? Why? Because they're talented? Because they can pretend to be somebody else? Well, don't get me wrong. I applaud people for their acting capabilities. But I shall refer you back to Martin Luther King in the content of the character. You see, that's more than just the color of the skin. It also means it's the content of the character. Who is that person when they're not acting? <laughs> 
And don't tell me who are they in front of the camera. See, it doesn't have to be the movie cameras that they're acting in front of. They could be any fucking camera that they're acting in front of. It's when you get them behind the scenes. When you get them and they think nobody's filming. That's when you see the real them. They'll never let you see it. But Russell Brand, he is honest in front of you. And I'm not really going to talk about a whole lot of him because I don't know of him. I, I'm I'm just now learning of him and I enjoy what I'm learning. I'm starting to watch his podcast. Anybody that uses a fart noise as their base opening and ending is just right in my book. All right, I'm sorry. That's just fucking funny. I don't care how old you get. Farts are fucking funny. Even the wet ones. was a wet fart that stopped me sleeping naked in bed not sure if I told you the story I probably haven't but there is a reason why I do not sleep naked in bed anymore it's called getting fucking old you see I had just washed my sheets and I had fresh clean sheets and I wanted to sleep so nice that night because I was tired so I took a hot shower and I got all cleaned up and I crawled naked in bed and it was so good and so warm and so comfy and then I had a fart but it was a little bit more Next thing you know, half asleep, really warm and cozy, cozy, turned into panic fucking mode, yanking the sheets off of the bed so it doesn't get down to the fucking mattress. Jesus Christ, what the fuck's wrong with me? I'm too old for this goddamn shit. So I sleep in boxers. You'll forgive me if I'm fearful for sleeping in naked in bed again. At least I'll never fart naked in bed again. But as old as I am, that's kind of hard to do, not to fart in bed. Anybody have one of those fucking things that they're really embarrassed about that really fucks with people? Right? This one habit, they, you know... You don't really have much control over it, and it's really kind of embarrassing. I have one of those. I fart after sex. And you know, it's not really my fault. It just shows how good the sex is, man. I was doing hardcore, and I was holding it in and everything else. I got gastrointestinal fucking problems, man. I got IBS. So when my whole body is relaxed and all the muscles are relaxed and I'm not clenched up on anything anymore, it just kind of, hmm, it does add that little extra to the relaxation. Not much weight, but a little bit of pressure is released. So yeah, When did politicians actually become trustworthy? That's what the fuck I want to know. 
You see, every time I, I look on TV now, whether it's, you know, the left says, you know, you can only trust these politicians, but not these politicians. And the right says you can only trust these politicians, but not these politicians. Right. As far as I knew, whenever I was growing up, everybody called all of the fucking politicians crooks, which is why Trump did as well as he did, because he wasn't a fucking politician. And yet the mainstream media and all of D.C. hated him for that because he wasn't part of them. Now, we grow up screaming and moaning, bitching and yelling about private fucking clubs, right? We always want to be in a private club. Everybody wants to be in a private club. You remember when you was a little kid and you said neither no boys or no girls allowed in your bedroom whenever you would put that sign up because you want to be part of that private club. You want to be exclusive. And then whenever somebody comes into your private club, they just fuck everything up. Now, there was a private club that was going on in D.C. at one time. Unfortunately for them, the people stepped in. So everybody hated Trump, right? Trump was fucking loved before he even became president. He was fucking adored. He, he went on fucking movies. He went on talk shows. He had his own TV show. He had fucking friends that were rappers and rock stars and millionaires and movie stars. And everybody hung out with Trump until he went down that escalator. Why don't they want anybody else running for office? <clears throat> Are we finally going to admit that they have a secret club that they don't want us part of? Who knows? Maybe one day we'll figure out what all the secrets really are. I don't get it. I mean, honestly, they're all fucking liars. Every single fucking one of them. They tell you what you want in here just so they can get the fucking votes. I swear, it's like a politician never stops fucking campaigning, right? It's fucking crazy. I mean, I get it. I keep mentioning my fucking website all the time because I want people to come to my website. I want people to talk about the show. I want visitors. I want attention. But I'm honest with you. Most of the time. But these guys... They're out there shaking babies and kissing hands and doing what the fuck they want, you know, and, and we see all the fucking time rules for thee, but not for me. But they have excuses. I wasn't wearing my mask for the picture because I was holding my breath. I'm sorry, I didn't have my mask on at the time because I was inside the restaurant and I lost my head. I'm sorry. 
I was feeling the music and when Tony, Tony, Tony plays, you just have to get up and get in the groove. You don't think about your mask. And these are the leaders. These are their excuses. Now, if we talk to all of the adults that are politicians the same way that we speak with children, what a difference that would make. Oh, you were holding your breath. Is that what's recommended by the CDC so we can go outside holding our breath and we don't have to wear a mask all the fucking time? Oh, you were getting into the groove. So that's why you broke the rules that you're trying to force everybody else to abide by. It was just a spur of the moment thing. Sorry, officer, I was doing 90 down the road because I was listening to Five Finger Death Punch. I mean, whenever Five Finger Death Punch just wails on that solo, you have to go, right? Rules for thee, but not for me. And I can't stand liars. I can't stand liars. No, mind you, I'm not 100% honest on this show. Why? Because it's a fucking show. I'm not required to be 100% honest. I don't have to give you all the details about me. You don't have to know everything about me. It's not your fucking business. This is just pure fucking entertainment. But at the same time, I am not in charge of making laws and rules for you. And can somebody please explain what is the necessity to create laws all the goddamn time? Ninety percent of what they do in Congress, writing all these fucking bills, is just moving money, moving money left and right or making these laws so they can move more fucking money. Can someone please explain to me why these people who only make a six figure income have over a fucking hundred million dollars? Makes no goddamn sense to me. My personal opinion, I think if you're going to be representing a district, I think you should be required to live in that district and should be paid such salaries that the same district gets. If you're going to represent that district, you should properly represent that district Maybe then you'll take better care of it. But as long as you're in your high horse and you're in your fucking million dollar mansion that you're buying, living and fucking vacationing in fucking Florida or the Hamptons or something like that, and you're fucking drinking your fucking thousand dollar bottle of wine with your hundred dollar scoop fucking ice cream chocolate chocolate chip, how in the Fuck, can you understand what the people in your district are dealing with? You don't live there. You don't do anything there except fucking campaign. You are a liar.
by all definition. You don't deserve that position you hold. If I won't trust you with my kids, I won't trust you with my vote. It's just that simple. But the thing is, we take it. We listen to them and, oh, what you going to do, man? I mean, oh, what are you going to do? Fucking speak out. Stand up. Look at the shit that's happening in fucking Canada right now. Who the fuck would have thought Canada's going to help save the goddamn world? But you know what? They're all abooted. I mean, don't be a fucking hoser, eh? Go Canada. Dirty rumor is that there's UN planes that came in, so it's not all Canadian police that are in there. It's not really just the Mounties. No, it sounds like somebody said there's trucks heading over to D.C. It's fucking crazy, people. World's going to hell in a fucking handbasket, and we're just riding along. Now you have those that are just sitting there yelling at their TVs. Dude, my ex-wife used to irritate the fuck out of me. Now, mind you, I was a conservative, and I'm still kind of a conservative in a sense. I'm more middle right than I am anything. But Obama would come on and he would talk. Now, wasn't a fan of the man. And I stopped listening to a lot of politics because all they did was just spew fucking hate. And I'm not going to sit there and just hate a man that's in office for no goddamn reason. I, I can't do that. You know, I'm an asshole, but I'm an asshole with fucking standards and morals, man. So. I try to listen to what he says. Right. Because if I'm going to disagree with a man, I have to know what the fuck his agenda is and what he's trying to accomplish and whether or not I know I can disagree with it. But my wife would sit there and just yell at the fucking TV the entire time that he's on. Fuck is wrong with you. Why are you yelling? Well, he's on TV. And... Your yelling is not going to you know, stop that from fucking happening. I think we're a little bit late for that. Yeah, but I don't like what he says. How do you know what the fuck he's saying if you're just yelling at the goddamn TV the entire time that he's talking? Well, it's Obama. And? The fuck's that got to do with the price of tea in China? See, those are people that I classify as circus elephants. Now, a lot of people nowadays like to refer to them as sheep. See, I don't like the phrase sheep. Yes, sheep follow along. Sheep get led to the slaughter. 
blah, blah, blah. I understand the whole reasoning behind the sheep. They are flocks. They are herded. They're moved in groups and so forth and so on. But I like circus elephants. You see, because even though those people are following along, they are still we, the people. They are part of this community. They are part of this state. They are part of this country. They belong. They have a right to speak. They were just trained not to. You see, these people that are trained, these people that are obeying and complying with everything and not standing up and allowing their freedoms to be taken away one leaf at a time. As the government takes advantage of that olive branch that they extend because of their obedience, they have that power to stand up and defy them. They were just trained not to. There was a story I heard a long time ago and it stuck with me and it was the story of the Indian elephant. Supposedly, this is the story though for the reason why elephants never forget. Whether that's true or not, I have no fucking clue, but this story stuck with me, and this is actually how they do it, as far as I know. I could be wrong, don't quote me. It says that whenever the pachyderm is born, and it's still an infant, they take that baby elephant and they tie it up with a thick-ass rope and a giant stake that's in the ground. And they secure that elephant there. And that is the beginning of the training. And that is the start. Now that elephant doesn't want to be on that rope and he doesn't want to be there. He wants to run and play because he's a baby and that's what babies do. They run and they play. So he tugs and he tugs and he tugs and no matter how hard he tries, he cannot pull that stake out of the ground because it is just too massive. This rope swallows this child's foot. But as that child grows up, and becomes a massive bull. That leg has now grown almost a hundred times in size. And that creature could easily snag that stake out of the ground with just one tug. But because he remembers he couldn't, and he tried a lot. He finally gave up. And we have a lot of people in this world that have completely given up. They've given up their capabilities of speech. They've given up their capabilities of independent thought. They've given up their capabilities of leading. 
they just follow. I don't get angry at these people. I don't yell and curse at these people. I'm empathetic. I feel for you. I was you. It was on a different side. But I was you. You really want to help these people, but sometimes no matter how much you show them, how much you tell them, they'll never wake up. They'll never believe it. Because the thing is, we see so much on TV now. Everything on TV looks damn near real. Right? And with uh, holograms that we have and everything else that's going on with the technology, you show them real footage, they'll tell you it's doctored. You show them the breakdown of how Trump isn't racist, doesn't matter. He said this and this and this. And... One thing that I've realized that that I've learned that that we do, and this is the whole reasoning, I believe, for the two-party system. This is how the two-party system creates the anger and the hatred between each other because we don't talk about problems in a sense that we need to. See, when you talk about a problem, let's say you have two people that both have a problem, right? You have one person that has a problem. So this person comes to another person with this problem and says, here, this is the problem, right? So what we need to do is we need to talk about this specific problem and how to resolve this problem. But the other person, instead of talking about the problem and trying to resolve that problem, they say, oh, but this problem, right? So now we have two people with two separate problems. Neither one of them want to discuss a solution for either problem. All they want to do is yell at each other, but this, but this, but this, but this. Right. So whenever you watch politics and you watch the bickering between the left and the right, because they've always got that one person, see CNN, MSDNC and fucking ABC and CBS News. They have that one conservative person that sits on the show. And you got the same goddamn person on the fucking uh, Fox News, but they're just the liberal. And you got the one liberal. And it's like they're there designed for nothing but talking points. And the only argument they ever have with each other is, but this. That's all you have. So whenever you're talking to them and you say, Biden has this, 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 and their response is, yeah, but Trump. And then they say, but Biden, but Trump, but Biden, but Trump. Stop dredging up the past. Focus on the now. Focus on the fucking future. Nobody wants to admit their own fucking faults. 
So the left doesn't admit theirs and the right doesn't admit theirs. And all we do is just fucking bicker at each other. And yet somehow or another, the liars and the cheats and the thieves have now become the most trusted people in fucking America. It truly amazes me. You know, my original reason for this episode was supposed to be for Russell Brand, and I was going to talk a whole lot about Russell Brand because I liked him and I liked what he was doing with his podcast, and it was nice. I enjoyed it. If this podcast ever does get out to Russell, thank you. Thank you for being the person that you are, sir, for being honest. We need more people like you in the world. Someone who understands how to agree to disagree. And the importance of independent thought and free speech. That's all I'm doing. Independent thought and free speech. I'm talking out my ass half of the damn time. Shit, everything I say is off of the top of my fucking head. I don't have a script. I don't have talking points. All I have is a fucking subject, and that doesn't always happen. Huh, there's an email. Speaking of emails, apparently if you sign up for my email list, make sure to watch out because my emails can go into your spam or junk folder. I am a new email, so it could be taken as cautionary. But you can always sign up for the emails on lowdowndirtyshane.com. Go on the website, check it out. I got a couple of new pages up. We're going to be introducing a store. We're going to be introducing a new show, Scooby's Conspiracy Corner. Anybody ever watched Scooby on Baked Impressions on my YouTube channel? Any of my 50 old subscribers? He's got a new show coming out. We gotta bring Scooby back. I miss Scooby. He was a fun little character. Had an annoying voice, but he was a fun little character. I don't know. I kind of like his voice. Some people said he's annoying. I had to take it off. It was too high of a pitch at first. It was kind of squealy. I had to change it. But I'm enjoying doing this. I hope you're enjoying listening to it. All right, folks. Well, I think that's going to be my show for the night. I'm starting to get hungry. Need to cook the dinner. Feed my hooker. Mm. Anybody know any... Is there a safe way to bathe a cat with claws? she's a crazy bitch. I mean, I haven't bathed in her a while. She, she's my dirty little hooker. Maybe I ought to make a fan page for my hooker. Low down dirty hooker. 
I think I'll do that just for shits and giggles. Put it up there for the, anybody else who wants to post the pictures of their cat. I give a shit. I'll post a picture of your fucking cat. Be my dirty little hooker page. Because you know cats are just fucking hookers, man. Especially when they go in heat. They'll jump on that rooftop. Just fucking howling, advertising. Look, I got pussy. Come and get it. Come and get it, pussy. That fucking howl. Could you imagine if your girl did that shit whenever she went on her fucking period and she was coming off of her period and she was just super fucking horny and just started walking around the house going, Row. Of course, us guys, we would be just like the Tomcats. We wouldn't even think twice about it, man. We'd be fucking knee deep in that shit as quick as we fucking could. You know, I've heard the phrase fucking like rabbits, but what I want to see, I want to see a guy who actually fucks like a rabbit. Like whenever he's getting ready and he fucking comes, he just stiffens up hard as a fucking rock entire body and just clops over. That would be fucking hilarious. You ever watch rabbits fuck? It's kind of funny. You know why you never hear rabbits fuck? Because they got little cotton balls. <clears throat> you ever heard turtle fuck? That's fucking funny. I don't give a shit who you are right there. That's fucking funny right there. Didn't I say I was going to end this show? <laughs> I suck at going home from work and I suck at stopping episodes too, I guess. I'm a little slow like that. Somebody once told me I just like hearing myself talk. You know what? Maybe that is a fucking case. Maybe I'm attracted to my own fucking voice. Mm. Do you know I have a love for the English language? Or just language in itself. Language is just... Being able to create a vision in your mind with just words is fucking amazing. The people that can truly write and speak and create visions in your heads, those are the talented ones. I don't know, I can't do that. Me and my ninth grade education. Yeah, I think it's time to call on that. My tumbly's getting grumbly. All right, kitties. Hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget, you can see the website. Follow the podcast for more. And when you follow, you can turn on your notifications so you can get notified whenever new episodes come out. I'm doing raw background noise almost daily. I'm doing it a lot now, pretty much. I think I'm taking like a couple of days off here and there. 
But I'm doing raw background noise daily. Now, the Brocast podcast, you can catch that on Mondays. I'm going to make that available on YouTube and uh, Rumble as well, too. Brocast is getting a little bit newer of a look, a little bit better lighting, a little bit better instruments, and uh, we'll see how the next one goes. Maybe we can look a little bit more professional. Not sure whenever Scooby's going to come out, but uh, Scooby's going to come out here real soon, and I'll probably set him up for either Wednesdays or Thursdays, probably. So, yeah, make sure you go down to lowdowndirtyshane.com. You can make, keep up with everything that's going on. Check up on the blog. The blog is going to keep you updated what's happening. You can sign up for email blast and... Uh, You'll get notified every time a new blog comes out so you can be notified of what's going on with the business and uh, the podcast and all the shows. Again, we are going to be starting up a clothing line and uh, you can drop us a line and let me know where you want me to put my face. You want it on a shirt? You want it on shorts? How about Kiki's face? We can put Kiki's face on a jacket. Y'all send an email. Let me know what you want. Till next time, kitties.